Hey guys, as always, the Side Character Podcasts are not experts. These are just our own personal opinions and experiences. Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to Side Characters, a podcast about cultural diversity in nerd culture. I'm Jordan. I'm Leah. And we don't have to talk about that potent pause when I did the intro. How are you doing, Leah? Eh, that's what you're going to get from me. <laughs> it's been rough. Unfortunately, yes. It's yeah. been rough for all of us, guys. We'd be glad we're recording this for you people, because we love you all, listeners. As Tom Cochran once said, and then afterwards, Rascal Flatts once said, and then the movie Cars just kept playing that song over and over and over again, um, life is a highway, and you know what? I'm going to write it all night long. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're Yuck. going my way, anyways. Yeah. Um... Yeah, no, you don't, you, you're not a fan of the great film um, Cars and its lead antagonist sorry protagonist lightning mcqueen i said antagonist because he's antagonistic on my life did you see the reel i sent you a little diversion everybody's gonna hear about this i sent you a reel that it was like the five greatest uh, seconds in cinematic history and it was a cars and it was a scene from cars anyways so leah (laughs) what are we talking about this week jordan hates cars for anybody who doesn't know it's his I don't know how anybody could not know that. I I feel like that's public enough information. Some some of the listeners aren't your friends. Some of them are my friends, so they might not know that. I mean, if they don't know that, then they shouldn't be listening to this podcast. So what what I want you to do if you don't know that I hate the movie Cars, I I do want you to turn this off immediately and undownload it. (laughs) Don't gatekeep our listeners. I mean, gatekeeping is what literally what this podcast was built on. I mean, it was the second episode. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> so, so, anyways, this week we are following up to our cultural appropriation episode. Um, this is cultural appropriation part two, and I know Leah's going to have a say about that and changing what the name of this episode will be. But yeah. um, last week we kind of went over what cultural appropriation is, like some major things that happen in cultural appropriation, things like weebs and weeaboos, um, fetishization, and um exoticism so um this week we wanted to kind of cover something else which was an argument that we keep hearing in nerd culture which honestly every time i hear it it makes me smile and laugh a little bit because it is fucking freaking hilarious before we get into that though i did realize that it might just be called cultural appropriation part two electric boogaloo because it actually works electric boogaloo actually works people how does it actually work? Because it rhymes. Cultural it rhymes with part two. Yeah. Or Electric cultural appropriation. doesn't rhyme with cultural appropriation. What are you talking about? Electric it rhymes with part two. That's why people do that. No. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Yes. Uh, that's... <laughs> But we haven't used an electric boogaloo before, so we could use an have electric boogaloo. Any Leah, Leah, we we have a show to do. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> guys, you just watched like someone just fall into mania. Uh, <laughs> uh. Anyways, so Leah, what what is the um, argument yeah. that we were going to talk about? Uh, we're talking about nerd culture being appropriated by non-nerds, the evil, evil non-nerds. 
so I, 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 mean, I guess we could start out before I get into like the origins and all of that of this. It was like, have you heard this before? And also, what did you think when you heard this? Yes, we talked about something similar with someone who was potentially maybe before we recorded these episodes. The person we talked about when we first did our first oh. recording of the first two episodes. It's less coached as cultural appropriation. It's more coached as the mainstreaming of nerd media, which we have talked about before. And pretty much is the exact same thing, in my opinion. Well, yeah. People well, being angry uh, about it. it it's very, it's very funny to me because it's like something we talked about in gatekeeping and things before. But it's like nerd. The fact that nerd culture is um, now in the mainstream and is like the thing that everybody's watching, everybody is talking about. It has made people very, very mad. Oh yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to yawn into that, but I also feel like that's what I should yawn into the people who say that they're mad about it. I'm like, oh yeah, you're mad about it. Yeah, yeah, and I thought I thought thought it was very because like I'm like long, long, long time nerd, like comics, cartoons, all that, like sci-fi, fantasy, all that stuff from a very young age, and it's just so funny to also be an african-american man and then have some nerdy white guy look me in the <laughs> eyes and tell me that his culture is being appropriated by other people and i look back just like man doesn't that suck with something you love is taken and just made yeah. a mockery out of isn't that mm. just isn't that just the worst mm. so now um go back and listen to your eminem please thank you god <laughs> but it's just it, it, it's very it's it's just, it, it's very funny to me because it's now like, ah, this is yeah. a serious issue and it sucks when people steal from other cultures. And it's just like, so this is, this is what gets you on our side. It's like, oh yeah, it does suck when cultures are appropriated. Now all we have to do is have like nerd culture become popularized. And now you can see that yeah. it does suck when things are taken and um, molded so that they could cater to other cultures. But so also like, fun. you could entirely see it from the other side which i think is what a lot of people might be thinking right now which is that isn't it great that everyone loves the things that you love because just saying we're gonna talk about this at the end of the episode that i've been feeling that recently with something i love has become mainstream like actually actually should i talk about this now or later yeah i should go for it while everybody's we'll be talking about squid game at some point and the fact is is that i'm a long-term k k drama watcher and so i feel like i feel i've equated it to a drug dealer because i have years and years and years of k drama recommendations and knowledge to share out with everybody who suddenly loves k dramas and i'm happy as a clam <laughs> that's the other way you could do it i mean yeah it's just it's it's funny to me because like when a lot of it happened like yeah there are some very annoying people who are like oh yes i i'm such a huge nerd now and all that and it's just like you watched one marvel movie what are you talking about you're such a nerd and it's like that small bit of it but i was never like oh yeah you're stealing my culture i was more worried when they started stealing my culture in other ways because i'm also again black This joke keeps going. It's still funny. It's gonna be funny the entire uh, episode. But really, think about it. Like that would be like if a dude started like of I don't know. That would be like if a dude started complaining about sexism to you. 
Oh, I know, I know. That's why I'm yeah, saying yeah, this like, is funny. Like, like where you just is... sit there, and you, say, you kind of have to smile because this is like, I understand. Well, at least with that, it's, it's like, I understand where you're coming from, but it's like, it's not, we're not the same. We're, yeah. we're not the same. Yeah. We, we are. It's just like, but anyways, so what what is this argument? The argument that nerd culture is being appropriated by non-nerds. Yeah. So, I, I mean... It's not really hard to do research on this when it's literally everywhere. But the um, argument hit the mainstream when Olivia Munn was set to play Psylocke in the X-Men Apocalypse movie. Everybody remembers that movie where um, Oscar Isaac was purple and the movie bombed. Wait, that was Oscar Isaac? Yeah, Oscar Isaac was um, Apocalypse in that movie. Oh, God. That's how much I've blanked that movie from my memory. Yeah, yeah, he was Apocalypse in that movie. It was like one of those things, like, talk about this on a different podcast, where it's like, when that movie was announced, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're finally doing Apocalypse. And then I saw the first trailer, it's like, oh, no, they're finally doing Apocalypse. <laughs> it's like, like oh, please, oh, please, for the love of God, stop hurting me. I feel but like it's that's the same reaction that I had when I a couple weeks ago when I saw the Eternals trailer, and I was like, oh, God, stop, no, oh. It's just, I mean, the Eternals looks fine. I'm sorry. As an archaeologist, I cannot stand Oh, okay. You're coming from the archaeology side. I was coming from the comic side. Yeah, we're there in, 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 what was that? Uh, Nippur? Like, whatever. Nimrod? That's the city I'm looking for. They were in Nimrod in one of those trailers, and we're just like, I'm sitting here with an Assyriologist next to me going like, what the fuck? (laughs) Well, you don't want Angelina Jolie to be an eternal saving. And also, I'm thinking she's the bad guy in this movie. Anyways, um, so. Olivia Munn. Where, sorry, where was it? Oh, yeah. Olivia, Olivia Munn. She was set to um, play um, Psylocke in the X-Men Apocalypse movie, which, again, bombed. So, me personally, I'm like, why, why does anybody care? But also, I get it. It's like with something that you, like, bombs. But that's not where the argument comes from. Um, self-proclaimed nerds were upset because Olivia Munn was reported, uh, reportedly not a comic book fan and has stated she never read those comics or anything, like had no clue what the character was and stuff like that. And this brought up the question by hardcore nerds was, oh, well, sh- should she even be allowed to play the part? Um, and are non-nerds and quote-unquote hot actresses, not my words, are they appropriating our culture by getting into these roles in like like popularizing these parts even though they don't care about the comics or haven't read the comics? I just like, I, what intrigues me about this is my next question is, great, she got the role. Does that mean she has now, that she did the research and read the comics and did what any actor does, which is read the source material to be able to prepare I mean, themselves for a part? I assume so. But when you first, when I first read this in the notes, I was like, assuming I was like, I was going to be like, well, if she didn't do that, then that would suck as an actor. Like that's, she shouldn't have gotten the role because you should really <laughs> prepare for parts. But like, Assuming that this was after she had gotten the role, but was now like, was now reading up on them, it doesn't fucking matter. It's her job. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it also doesn't, like, so the thing is, like, and we'll, we can get into this in a little bit, but like, it also is like a sexist thing because there are many um, male actors who have been in roles that they had never read the comics for and have like oh, them and stuff and no one said anything to that well some people said but I'm the mainstream sure, did not say anything to that and i'm pretty sure 
like, do we know, like, could we go through every single Marvel hero and be like, okay, did you read it beforehand? Like, what about Robbie Downey Jr.? I'm pretty sure that guy lived such a raucous life that he, before he did Iron Man, was he an avid Iron Man reader? Probably not. I think he probably more likely read all the comics in preparation for the role. It's also very funny, like you. So, so that phrase that you use at the is read all the comics, and it's very funny to me that a lot of times, like people expect like these actors and whatever to have quote unquote read all the comics when it's like there are thousands right, of well, Iron Man right, comics. You know, I tend to <laughs> no, no, I get what you're saying, but it's also but this is the whole thing. It's like, oh, well, you haven't read. It's like. Yeah, maybe she didn't get to read Psylocke. She probably has now read it in preparation for the role. But it's like, are you supposed to read all of the comics? Yeah. Because, I mean, there's probably not as many Psylocke comics. Are there There, there are um, Iron Man or like Spider-Man. But still, it's like, that's a, well, that's a hefty read. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we, here we go. Are you about to start singing Shoop by... Um, <laughs> No. Salt no, and no, pepper. No. Here we no. go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I. What about this then? What about this? Henry Cavill. I'm going to throw this back at you. Henry Cavill. He has. No. What? No, no, no. No, no, no. I recently rewatched an interview of him talking about his nerdiness. He, before the role, had only played the Witcher video games. Haha. Ha. Oh. Not the books. Not the books. But the role was based on the books and nerds could have called him out for that shit because the books are very different than the games. And yes, but he's also like, very handsome and they want to be him. So they want to like keep him on the good And he's built side. his own computer. Like, yes, yes, we know he's a nerd. But you could still call him out in the same way Olivia Munn was called out because he's a hot actor and had only read the, had read the like, hadn't read the books until he had gotten the part and was prepping for it like he read all of them after duh but so yeah i'm, only I'm not game. gonna point it out but of the like big names and i'm almost i just want to say listen very closely of and the big names that i say of that they are that nerd quote unquote nerds are upset of appropriating culture there is something common with all of them oh, so yeah? when i say them just think about the difference between henry cavill and the other ones that i point out uh, uh-huh. First of all, I'm living mom, but I'm not. I'm not even going to explicitly say this. You're going to have to pick this up yourself. Great, great. I'm, but I'm so, expecting it to be glaringly obvious. I'm ready. It probably will be. Um. Okay. So the argument slowly morphed into the argument that nerd culture is being appropriated by non-nerds by the rise of nerd culture in mainstream media. Um. The claims are that jocks or other people who may have in the past tormented nerds are taking away from nerds through mainstream nerd media. Um, some nerds have stated anger at celebrity nerds such as Michael B. Jordan for admitting love for anime or Snoop Dogg and other rappers for Twitch streaming. I just... <laughs> why Why are we... Wait, I don't understand. Why are they angry at Michael B. Jordan for loving anime? Because he's a understand. handsome actor and now he's appropriating Naruto culture. And also, okay, the one Wait, thing I what? did kind of get annoyed is he had a Naruto clothing line, which like all of the clothes were like over a thousand dollars. I'm like, okay, man, now now but you're I, pushing it. I just don't understand. What's the problem there? What? Because he's he's a handsome actor. That's and the, black, but he's a handsome actor. But yeah, it is entirely because he's black. Because why is why is Henry Cavill? What's the difference between him and Henry Cavill? 
What's the difference between him and Joe Manganiello? What's the difference between him and Vin Diesel? Come on. I literally just told someone this evening about those guys. (laughs) I just told some people this evening about those people and they were like, what? And I was like, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. Also, like, yeah, you could, like, there's a difference. I think in this case, we might get into this later. Who knows? There's a difference between... When people were getting into in the fir- in the beginning of lockdown, when people the difference between Joe Biden's creating an Animal Crossing island, oh, which was gosh, clearly made by his out. staff, clearly created. Yeah, that by man his doesn't staff, know what a Nintendo Switch is. I'm what are you pretty sure about? he doesn't. Versus um, AOC uh, playing Among Us with Twitch streamers. There's a difference between those two things. One, pandering. The other one, a person who actually has played video games before and wants to connect with her constituents. Like, she clearly went into that actually with, like, knowledge prepared and was like, I want to play this game with people. So I don't understand. It's just, uh, you you get what I'm saying here? I don't know where I was going. I'm losing my mind. But I feel like that related to what we were talking about. <laughs> I said a bunch of stuff. I'm losing my mind. But I think that I hit the points that we have been talking about. No, but I, I get I what you're I, saying. But also, I mean, like, and it's... And I people think still that, got angry at AOC. That was the point of that. Yeah, the point of that so, was that people got angry at AOC and said that she was pandering. But that doesn't make any sense. So I do want to point out that this argument is different from, like, people being frustrated at corporate pandering to nerd culture. That's different. Being like, oh, my God, all these companies and politicians and stuff are pandering to us is different than being like, oh, my God, you're appropriating my culture by making it mainstream. There, there's, there is a heavy difference. I just want to point that out. Wow. Because yeah. one is like, yes, you now you are officially doing this because you can get money. And the other is like, oh, people are enjoying the stuff I like. They shouldn't be. <laughs> well, yeah. And I do think that a large part of the AOC thing, the anger towards her was a almost a cultural appropriation thing because they're like, you're a politician. You shouldn't be doing it because they just make everything AOC does angry. Yeah. So. And I mean, again, it also probably has to do a large part with her being a woman. Yeah. And also not being white. Yeah. Um, but so, um, yeah, so they got mad at Michael B. Jordan. So the do do do. Oh, yeah. And belief that popularizing nerds in nerd media through things such as the Big Bang Theory is stealing nerd culture to appropriate for others. Um, which, again, Big, Big Bang Theory, Theory, like part of it, I do get because it is kind of like making making nerd culture to like look like a specific thing when it's not always like that but again i don't think it is appropriating the culture i think there again it's that's the difference between corporate trying to make it mainstream to sell stuff versus appropriation which i don't think i don't i don't think the big bang theory had the same impact as people think it did i think Big Bang Theory introduced people to things that they wouldn't have otherwise known, mostly physics related and like science related, geek more like culture than nerd culture. I think things like Marvel and Twitch and YouTube, YouTube primarily, like come on, YouTube is a big influence in that. And 
uh, Stranger Things, Netflix, all those Netflix shows are way more about popularizing than whatever. If you're going to point the finger at what's popularizing it, I don't think it should be pointed at a Big Bang Theory and then go on to say why it's not actually cultural appropriation. Yeah. And again, I think Big Bang Theory more just made nerds look bad necessarily because like they they just look like pretentious douches the whole time yeah pretentious sexist gatekeepy douches (laughs) yeah also with money which is just frustrating which kind of shows a good bit of the nerd culture is showing them as pretentious douchebags who well, yeah, the people bad and are like, oh, you're stupid. Yeah, like. of the yeah, it's like uh, it's kind. Maybe that's why they got so bad because they looked into the mirror. They saw that it was them. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, God. oh yeah, yeah. It's like we're yeah, but anyways, it just made nerds look bad. But um, so this last part is not always part of the main argument, but it does come out. But the move for diversity in nerd culture, um, like so, so when with like um Marvel's brand new um thing where they had a bunch of minority characters like um making falcon captain america brought in kamala khan brought in ironheart and a bunch of other characters like that they're like oh nerd culture is being appropriated by those who want to cater to minorities and like to that i want to say fuck off yeah i mean first but then like but the, the second part of it is like so now like that it's getting more diverse. They're upset because now a lot of minorities are jumping in. It's like, oh, well, now you're you're stealing this. And I've seen it before. It's like, of this whole, it's like, oh, well, black people should just listen to rap music rather than watching the comics and stuff because yeah. these comics and stuff are for me. And it's like, so why are you making minorities mainstream when they already have their thing? Is that kind of argument uh. that you're seeing? Hello, Leo. I just, I, it frustrates me because it's also like, that's, that's, well, it's also the same argument that they do for like why women shouldn't be a part of this. Part of that minority diversifying and making it for more minorities is di- being, is also thrown back at women. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you're, why? I'm, I'm allowed to be here. At, like, just, you can't use both as an argument to shut out minorities based on skin color and then also use it as an argument to shut up women you can't what no yeah no it's it's very because like i keep seeing this thing and like and i mean we kind of talked about in the gatekeepy episode but it's this thing of it's like well these minorities these women they have their own thing women should like like makeup and cooking and blah 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 minorities should like whatever's in their culture like rap music and um driving cars with big rims and um wearing baggy pants but this culture this nerd stuff this is for me so by other people jumping into it, they're taking away from quote-unquote my culture when it's not really that same type of thing it's just people enjoying another thing and it's not like the minorities are appropriating it and turning their culture. It's just that they're enjoying another thing that was created for people to enjoy. Also, it's just like the, it's just like the whatever of, of like, it's just, this is making me think of like RuPaul's Drag Race and the fact that gay, like LGBT culture, uh, particularly drag culture has become like super mainstream now. And people are totally fine with using lots of, 
slang and other stuff that's that they've learned on RuPaul's Drag Race has become commonplace, whatever. And I large, well, I do, there is frustration and stuff like that. It's like, you are okay with this, but you're not okay with that. Like, it's just, it's frustrating to, to, (laughs) you know, most directly of something that's incredibly mainstream that they're just like, well, that's fine. Versus in taking and appropriating that, currently that's why it's in my head is that it's like it went so big so fast and yeah, yeah and but yeah whatever i uh, it, sure great this is what you want to say great yeah. you're fu- they're all fucking idiots i'm i'm sorry i'm i'm losing my mind right now i can um, i literally could hear it happening like in real time <laughs> you're not getting coherent leah today and i apologize my frustration levels are quite high and yeah. well it's a, it's again just nerd, nerd culture was never created well okay i was about to say nerd culture was not created for a certain group to enjoy but it has which it I mean, was Nerd culture was created for one group to enjoy. Yes. And as a result, the rest of us couldn't enjoy it because it was created by that one group. But also, yeah, so while it may have been created by white men for white men, the ideas and things of nerd culture do not just pertain to white men and only white men. And so... Because there are so many new creators and so many things, and like it's something these fantasy, sci fi, um, video games, music, TV, all of that was not something that was uniculturally for white people. These are things that can pertain to all races, all types of people. So, therefore, it's something that is not just your culture when you are a white man it's something that is a part of all the cultures across the board mm-hmm. did i say that right that sounded I right think, i think so i think it sounded right <laughs> i yeah your your input today doesn't matter you're I'm going sorry. crazy <laughs> i'm going crazy i apologize to everyone it's been a long yeah so year. next part <laughs> let's just let's just turn that yeah, to a I mean, year I mean, we have been living in a time loop. Every day is exactly the same. Fucking Trent Reznor was right. But um, so who is mad about this? So, like, where is this argument coming from? And, like, who's mad about it? And- Let's take two seconds to let everybody formulate a guess in their brain. And if you get it wrong, you will fail this course. And we will be kicking you out of the course. So, two seconds. All right, go. It's black people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, losing our mind today. No, you're losing your mind. I just like I know what what triggers I can hit to like get a laugh from you at this point, and that was one of them. Um, so so it's really coming from those who claim to be like the original nerds. It's like the hipster argument of I was a flan a flan. I was a fan of Blank before it was mainstream. You were you were a cake. You were a cake, Jordan. Custard flan is a custard. You know, I think sometimes it can be classified as cake, can it? I'm pretty sure flan, flan is a, flan, flan, flan is a custard. <laughs> I'm like, like no, no We're joke. We're looking this up, people. It's a caramel custard. Oh. Um. <laughs> 
Anyways, um, I had to shut that down really quickly. But yeah, so so it's coming from the flans of. <laughs> Wait, it's also an egg-based tart. Interesting. Anyways, yeah. the, it's coming from those who claim to be original nerds, like the hipster argument of I was a fan of blank before it was mainstream. But it's also kind of sometimes coming from a place of hurt. And this is the one that Wait. I kind of... What? Sorry, before really? you got there, I feel like we should cl- clarify that it was that a large... Going back, everybody should remember our history lesson on where sci-fi and fantasy came from. Continue. But, um, yeah, so sometimes this comes from a place of hurt, like, and this is the one that I kind of understand, because, like, there are times when I felt the same way, but it's like, I was a nerd as a kid and was bullied, so now it's being popularized by people who are popular, and so nerd culture is losing its meaning, so, like, it's like, people are like, oh, yeah, it's, um, like, the people who bullied me are now liking the things that I liked and so it's kind of taking away my own enjoyment from it because now like this thing that was the one coping mechanism or the thing the one thing that I had is now being taken by the people who made me feel bad about it and so so I understand that part of it like because there were times when like especially when other things became mainstream so like when I was in like middle school like i really liked like you know emo and like metal music and stuff and there was a band that i really liked that came to town i couldn't see them but then i saw on facebook that all the people who bullied me for being black and liking this type of music at that concert and that really upset me so i understand that side of it i do (laughs) it's like taking away a safe space that you were able to have previously and that I I can understand, but also the fact was is that that wasn't technically a safe space because not everybody could enjoy that. So, yeah. so oftentimes, so it it's a safe privileged space to be able to have enjoyed these while you were young, and not everybody could have enjoyed them, especially if they were things that required economic resources to be able to do. Um, but I do understand that because. A lot of people find escapism in a lot of these things. There, I, I like we've talked about before. My like the reason I only read sci-fi and fantasy that's happy is because it's pure escapism for me, and so I do get that. I do get that, but I also don't see the opposite side. I don't. I don't see why. For me, it's very hard for me to see why. I can't find enjoyment in that because also the fact is, is that they don't get that exact same experience as me. Great. They're starting at a later age. Hmm, Bully for them because I've been enjoying this since I was whatever. Like people don't get to have the years of experience of discovering this when they're a kid. Like they don't get that. So that's the argument I have, which is just that it doesn't, you have, you can, like, if you really want to lord it over them for the fact that you've had it longer than they have, great. Do that personally in your head, not to them actually in real life. I'm not advocating that. Because what it does is it means you had years and years of enjoyment before they did. And they only got to discover it now when, if they're our age, then they're only, they're almost 30. Which means that they're discovering it late in life. And that's really sad because you've been enjoying it since you were a kid. And it was awesome as a kid to enjoy. So why? 
Yeah. If that's the way you got to throw it, I'm just, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, okay, I'm also saying never do this, but, like, if someone really, like, they like something that you liked as a kid and they're someone who made your life a miserable hell, they bullied you, just spoil it for them. Because you now know what the endings are. Just tell. It's like, oh, wow, I really got into Naruto. It's great. It's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Find out this, that blink, blink, blink happened. I'm not going to spoil all the show because that would be very mean. Or it's like if they're talking about like an Iron Man. It's like, oh, have you read the one where blink happens? And oh, the movie's based on this, so I know that blink's going to happen. Like, come on. Just spoil it for them. Yeah. Ruin their lives. They don't get to experience the classics. Like, you know, we were living in some of the golden age of manga and anime. And yeah, yeah, for yeah, us yeah. when we were doing it. Like, and I just watched a video the other day where they were like, man, no one talks about these anymore. And it was like Bleach and Full Metal Alchemist. And I was like, oh my God, am I really that old? Is no one talking about Full Metal Alchemist anymore? Are we old people for talking about Full Metal Alchemist? No. And then up. I don't left my existential crisis. Don't loot me in with you. <laughs> and then I left my existential crisis. Um, but yeah, it's you got to experience them. Like, just imagine all the people who are discovering now about Sailor Moon and the wonderfulness of Sailor Moon. And you, you as a, if you got to experience it when you were a kid, how much better that would be. Like, they're designed for kids. Meaning that I almost think that as a kid, you might find more enjoyment out of it than adults do. And so that sucks to be them that they didn't get to experience it as a kid. If that's what you got to do. That's what I'm saying to get over the hurt. Not saying actually doing that. It's to get over that hurt. While it is something that may hurt and it may suck a lot. Like, it's also not cultural appropriation for a jock to like something that you liked as a kid. It's not cultural appropriation. But it's like, and I, and I and I get it. it. It does suck seeing someone who made your life a hell of a living hell about something being just like, oh yeah, now this is fine because I like it. That sucks. But like to yeah. ignore that and move past because yeah, sometimes people just suck. Yeah, and well, not and worth your time. Saying on the cultural appropriation, the issue is that nerd culture is too nebulous. Yeah. To be defined as cultural appropriation. It does not have distinctive boundaries to be able to, to be appropriated. Yeah. It is not a, it is not, no. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's just, it's, I, I, I get you. It's, um, it's a lot. But, um, so I guess the last part is like, why it, well, not last part, but another part is why is this argument harmful? And I mean, I think, first of all, it misuses the term cultural appropriation for selfish reasoning. And like, like I said earlier in the episode, it really kind of sucks having your culture taken from you and then having people like rub that in your face and then also tell you that their culture is being stolen. Yeah. That, that, that part of it kind of sucks. Yeah. It's just, but, but yeah, it's, 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 and it's also taking something that is serious and something that's happening all around and kind of making a mockery out of it by saying that this thing that really isn't cultural appropriation is. Well, and there's that whole th- argument that happens quite frequently, which is um, people using hard fought for labels. And like this happened um, last year with the LGBT flag in the UK, where there was it, the NHS, people were starting to appropriate it for the NHS. Oh my God. And 
it was a big issue because what it is is that by creating different meanings and layering different meanings on top of a meaning of something else diminishes the power of that symbol or meaning. And so in this case, I'm trying to use that as saying yeah. that like by diminishing actual acts of cultural appropriation by putting on these others, you're diminishing the word cultural appropriation and the actual committing acts of a cultural appropriation that happen all the time. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's diminishing. It's also like... I don't know. It it just sucks. Like like in general, that just sucks. Yeah. Because when I was doing cultural appropriation notes and just seeing like this argument of like these people just getting on and being just oh my gosh, you, this is being taken from me. Oh, you nerds! And I think I even had like an article or something where like I had read from how oh my nerd culture is being appropriated. Let me. I'm sorry, let me pause the show to find if I still have that screenshot saved. I'm, I'm sorry, Leah. This is this is worth it. Things like, so this should have been back, because I had taken these screenshots I was going to read. I forgot that I had these, because it's been a while since we wrote these notes. But like, so when I was searching for stuff like that, I did find a couple of notes. And I thought that this one, I think, is probably the one that kind of gets my cross point across so when we hear this argument of, oh nerd culture is being appropriated and like the type of people saying it this is some of the stuff that's being said this isn't a, a really like oh my god example but like this is the type of stuff that's being said and this is why this argument is an issue um and i quote i completely agree appropriation of nerd culture is just as bad if not worse than appropriation of black culture which is typically viewed as inappropriate if not racist if some jock ridicule some dude for being black, it will make the fucking news. But there was, there are kids living in torment, fear, dealing with feelings of worthlessness, powerlessness, etc. As you describe so well, every fucking day. They're black or white oh or God. yellow or green, of course. One big difference is that you can't choose whether or not you're black. But some... <laughs> But people used to argue that with gayness. I think, obviously, society will eventually move to the perspective that one is born a nerd parentheses or at least be or at the very least becomes nerd due to forces completely outside of their control like random shocks early in life or hysteresis so fuck off i can't with that that's so oh my god that's look science has flown out the window with that one Logic has flown out the window with that one. I do love, like, legitimately the light of, like, oh, yeah, it's like, we'll find out that people are born nerds. It's just, like, there are so many logical fallacies at work in that thing. I don't even want to go into it. It's a full minefield right now. You just go to that page that lists all the logical fallacies and then read down them and you'll be like, yep, 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 yep. Because it's just, like, no, that's not how it works. Yeah. Also, also goes against what what I'm going to be saying in the next section about what the fuck culture is. That's not what culture. Oh my <laughs> god. This is why we don't Okay, this is why we don't use the word like it's why race is is stupid as a concept because what we use is ethnicity. Yeah. Ethnicity. So because 
So yeah, I guess I, I, I completely forgot to read the examples because like I said, I saved these screenshots like a month ago. Um, so I have another one. This one comes from like an actual article that was written about um, neuroculture being appropriated by non-nerds. Do you, do you want you want to hear this one too? Sure. Give it to me. Okay. And there's a couple, so I took a couple of a, um, a couple of like snippets out of this. So the, the article was titled, now that normies have invaded nerd culture, how do we define <laughs> oh, a nerd? I used to have a solid sense of what it meant to be a nerd. It helped that I was one, at least back in high school. An overachieving teacher's pet who loved musical theater, wore old navy cargo pants with Hawaiian shirts, and was never once offered a drink or drugs, probably because I was never invited to a party with kids who had either. Um, This is probably... This is something to be proud of? No. Um, this comes uh, down a little bit further in the article. If people now self-identify as nerds, it's because we mistakenly allow the word to refer to anyone smart or significantly informed in a certain field. We fear and respect the young so-called nerd, thinking that if we bully them now, they will have the last laugh as famous healthy tech geniuses, or at least the very least pull some Revenge of the Nerds type caper that shows us up as dumb meat headed failures. This is wrong on all accounts. True nerdery is so esoteric as to be basically useless, and the barons of the internet age aren't nerds by definition. This comes down a little bit further. More accurate to say fan. I get that the appropriation of a slur to give it positive vibes within the targeted community is a fact of language, but at some point we're going to have to accept that being caught up on the Game of Thrones is not a personality and nerd says something about a person beyond the stuff they like, about their mindset, and how they apply it to the challenge of existence. A nerd is somebody so lost in their own idiosyncrasies they have forgotten how to communicate with the rest of us. Which is why the late... Hold on, this is my favorite part of the article. My favorite part. Which is why the late Stephen Hawking, though brilliant... Though a brilliant astrophysicist wasn't a nerd, he changed how we think of black holes, but he was prouder of appearing on The Simpsons and loved strip clubs. A true nerd would be Neil deGrasse Tyson, who was oddly compelled to ruin holidays with pedantic tweets. So, 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 yeah, I mean, we went, like, way too far into this episode before, like, I actually gave examples of this argument out in the wild. But that's the kind of thing that's being said. It's like, it's not even just like, oh, yeah, jocks are listening to the same or watching the same type of things I like. It's like people who aren't specifically like me don't deserve to even call themselves a nerd and if they do they are taking away from my culture i just don't even want to process that because it's so stupid that that was an actual article i loved it i loved every second of that article i know and i apologize for how just like unwilling i am to usually i'm a bit more wieldy at dealing with this today i really don't feel like doing it so um it's yeah no 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 it's just just, it's just putting on something (laughs) it's so it's putting on something rigid on something that's not rigid yeah it's like i think yeah well, and it goes yeah. to say that, like, their whole thing is, like, trying to create a true definition of nerd. And as our first 
um, episode was like, well, nerd is so nebulous. And like, you can be a sports nerd or whatever the heck you want to. And nerd isn't this like well-defined, accurate thing. And so like by saying it's like, oh, you're not a nerd because you don't fit specifically what I said at the beginning of the article, which was like, oh yeah, I wore Hawaiian shirts with cargo pants and I didn't get offered drinks and drugs in high school and I was an overachieving teacher's pet. Because you're not that, you're a nerd no matter what you like or enjoy nerd culture. You're not a nerd and you're not allowed to enjoy those things because you are stealing from me. And I just think that's, hmm. that's so, so there's a difference between what we talked about on the first cultural appropriation episode from like, hey, there is this well-defined cultures that we have, and now we're taking this and we're pretty much just doing it to exoticize and we're just doing it because it looks cool versus people coming into nerd culture because they were interested in a TV show or something. Yeah. And honestly, not all those people are even calling themselves nerds. A lot of people are just like, hey, I like this thing. It's like, no, you're not allowed to because this is mine. It's like, don't be yeah. a gatekeeping gremlin. Yep, Exactly. Which, like, I feel like it's all about what culture is. Which is, as I said, it's that, like, culture, there there are different, so there are different definitions of culture, and that's the issue I think at play here. It's, like, being what a nerd is, and that thing of being, like, what we've discussed on the first episode, which is, like, culture is, a pa- is patterns of learned and shared behaviors and beliefs of a particular social, ethnic, or age group. And, like, there's difference between that one, which is clearly, like, the anthropological type of culture and ethnicity, that type of grouping versus culture as in a group of, like, artistic whatever. I can't remember the other definition of culture. Culture can mean multiple different things. And the fact is is that to have defined a culture as in an ethnic culture you have to have a distinctive that has more distinctive boundaries on it. Distinctive cultures that are within that and not within that. And so for nerd culture, it's too nebulous because it's not a pattern. It's not patterns. That's the thing. It's not patterns of learned and shared behaviors. It is not passed down over time by groups of people passing it between each other. It is things that are individualized, picked up, and not shared over time like it's not it's something that's a collective in the sense that like similar to art or music or a genre but i don't think it has that same shared patterning of learning behaviors that you it's like culturally based like cultural learning social learning based that you get from having an ethnic culture yeah um, yeah, it's wider. And this is what's frustrating to me is that it's trying to equate two different things that are different from each other. And you cannot create this the same because what you just described to me is a very vivid picture of a learned thing of this, how this person was raised, that they had these things, these things, things, things. But that's not actually what makes up being part of nerd culture. It's not defined by that. It's that's one person's experience. But I have a feeling that other people who define themselves as nerd do not have those shared behaviors and beliefs, the same ones that that guy had. So because the fact is, is that I know a bunch of nerds who, in fact, did drink in high school. And that's like, that's not a, it's not required that you didn't drink in high school to be a nerd. Just really quick, just really quick. Mom, Leah's not referring to me. (laughs) Just just really quick. I just want to say that. 
And that's that's not wow. even a joke. That's the truth. Leah's not referring to me. No. Yeah, we were pretty we were pretty tame. <laughs> I've just saved my publicist to that it's like hold on a second. It's like no no, no I just, just yeah. there was a couple at the end, at the very end. <laughs> we're gonna delete this. All Let's of them's getting this. deleted. I'm not, not. That joke I said oh. is not even. It's not even a joke. That was just the truth. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's. I think that's the issue here. Is that like we've already discussed multiple times. Is that it's just it's misusing this incorrectly. It's also misdefining things. Like the problem with all of this argument is it's not just that we're having to counteract the accusation of cultural appropriation it's that the foundation <laughs> the foundation of their argument the idea that this nerd culture can be appropriated is what's at stake here like the idea that nerd culture is con- conducive enough especially because they used in their esoteric in that article and i'm like that's what i would describe nerd culture as as esoteric as fuck like it is so nebulous and hard to describe. They're using this whole thing of like, oh yeah, our culture is to to push out people, especially on the racist side of the argument. It's like, oh, minorities are now getting to, and they should just stick to what they like. But like, it's it's using it to push people out, and as with the gatekeeping, it's like that that's not healthy for like nerd culture is supposed to be enjoyed by everybody it's supposed to be something where like it's so nebulous and so big anybody can get in anywhere and not everybody is the same type of nerd there's anime nerds like myself there's nerds who like sci-fi there's book nerds there's like all this other stuff and we can't just keep every time someone likes something and we may not like agree with them or like them we can't just push them out unless they're ben shapiro it, yeah, it's yeah. Ben Shapiro, we should all slap him. Yeah, in the yeah, face we should push him out. But like, but, but the people um, actually coming in their culture, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, the the thing with this is that I almost feel like in this case we're thinking of nerd culture the sim, sim, similarly to what you think of as the fine arts is that type of culture, as in like cultural um, material, cultural like things to be consumed it's almost verging into that type of culture where you have arts culture music culture that type of thing but nerd culture is its own thing now it's not just maybe there will be museums for it like just imagine that so it's that type of thing that i think is why they're getting there's getting this wires crossed because i think that nerd culture almost verges into a material-based culture almost yeah and and the thing is, like, I mean, this is the other part of our, our of why the argument is wrong. It's like nerd culture was created and started by wealthy white men for wealthy white yeah. men. Something that was so it was very inaccessible because it was something that you had to pay like a lot of money to actually be a part of. Like, and there's like things like those Magic the Gathering card games. It's like a, another part of that was like you had to put so much money to actually be good at it. Or so much money to actually be into it. And now it's kind of evolving. So it's well, it's not that. It's being more available everywhere. And still, yeah, there's parts of it, like with video games and stuff like that, that are still hard to get into. But nerd culture Warhammer. open. Yeah, Warhammer is another thing where you have to buy millions it's of little figure, figurines just to be a part of. But, like, it's changing. And, like, the thing is, it used to be a thing that had a physical gate on it. And now the gate's being yeah. lifted, and because that gate's being lifted, people are getting mad. But it was a culture that had, oh, sorry, it's it was a thing that existed in culture that had a gate on it, always. Yeah. 
And yeah, and that's the best, like, yeah, it was a, it's this similar, God, this reminds me of the fact when they started making art museums in the UK free because they wanted to allow people of the lower classes to be able to partake of the things that were exclusively the upper classes things. Similar situation happened here, but people are refusing, people are getting blustery and whatever about the people being able to partake of this. Like, I'm like, D&D just reason I love D&D is because people are using it now. It's almost free. Like you can, you can, there are many things like Pathfinder is completely free. It's super cheap to get. It's super cheap to play. It relies on kids' imagination. So you can, at a young age, foster imagination and creativity and all these stupid things and get kids into, uh, into nerd stuff without having to pay for it. No longer did you have to hope that your library carried the copy of the book you had when you could just write the book in your own head. Yeah. And yeah, it's 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 great. It's wonderful. There's all this free content. We've got YouTube, for God's sakes. We love YouTube because YouTube allows us to partake of millions and millions of hours of free content related to video games, any sorts of aspects of nerd, nerd media. Like the fact is, is that I can't afford, like as a, as a poor, as a poor student, I can't afford to play all the video games I would love to play. This is, this is a very insane example, but as a poor student, I can't do that. Great. I have, however, watched people play the entirety of many of the games that I can't afford because they cost like 80 bucks a piece. And I know there's many younger people and people of my age range who've done the same thing because they can't do it. And the fact is, is that they can still enjoy those storylines while someone plays them is fantastic. And we should still allow that. And it's like, that's, that's okay to do. It's okay to do that because you can't afford something because economic barriers are probably the biggest thing still existing in nerd media to be able to partake of it. So, yes. And I guess... The thing, and this can be a closing, we don't have to close right now, but like the other thing that I'm thinking about is, I mean, we haven't really, we hit on it at first, but haven't really hit on it in these last two sections. Like that argument is like, oh yeah, jocks and like um, famous people, famous actors, rappers, all these people are stealing nerd culture from me. And the thing is, nerd culture is not theirs. It's not yours either. If you have an actress playing Psylocke and you don't really agree, agree with it, don't watch the movie. Or if you watch the movie, just know that that's not the thing that you like. The creation that they're making is not the thing that you like. You can still enjoy, still love the parts of it that meant things to you, even if Jock's like it, even if Olivia Munn is playing Psylocke or Scarlett Johansson is playing the major from Ghost in the Shell. Regardless of that, they're not stealing culture from you. They're just creating another bit of it. And while it may not be something you agree with or like, it's there. But so is all the stuff yeah. that you always liked. The, yeah. They're not taking away what you love. They're just creating something else. And that's fine. Yeah. As I said, it's just adding to it. Yeah. It doesn't have to decrease from what you're doing. It just adds to it, creates more enjoyment for everyone, allows you to have that feeling like you're a drug dealer dealing out the things because someone likes it, something that you like now. And it's like, here, I, I'm giving you the opportunity to experience some of the stuff that I did and you get to experience it for the first time. I've seen so many things online that are like, man, what if you could rewatch or re-experience a video game or rewatch an anime that 
is your favorite again for the first time without seeing it. You can't do that. But what you can do is give it to someone who's never experienced it before, which is why I like to dole out recommendations like nobody's business, and give it to someone and watch them enjoy it when they come back to you and say, hey, I really like that. And it gives me so much joy. As someone who recommend, basically feels like I recommend things for a living because I recommend so many things, it gives me great joy when people come back to me and say, I like it. So... Why not relish in that instead? Yeah, and it's like why? Yeah, exactly. Why relish in the bad parts of it? Oh, these jocks and these so are ta- are making these movies that I don't like. Why revel in that part of it and not revel in the good parts of it? It's like I had this show that I loved as a kid, and I get to share this with someone. I get to sit on the couch with someone and watch through all of. Full Metal Alchemist for the fourth time. I get to do these things. Yeah. Why revel in the, oh, Scarlett Johansson is uh, the main character of Ghost in the Shell, rather than be like, hey, the first time I watched Standalone Complex, it blew my freaking mind so hard that, like, yeah. every time I watch that show, I notice something else in the main story. Like, why why revel yeah. in, like in a, okay i will say a part of that i bring up the ghost of the shell because like yeah i am known for yelling about that movie but also that's mostly because like it's become a bit at this point <laughs> and white white yeah, yeah it's, it's and, become and a bit. The yeah i mean white whitewashing but it's also for me become a bit to just yell about scarlett johansson yes. because it's funny to me now after something that haven't... movie is kind of racist <laughs> i happen to say several of the viewers on this i know are people who over lockdown I inter- like didn't introduce them to video games but gave them video games recommendations because they didn't play video games and wanted to play more video games and like and got to tell them be, like like yeah and have that fun experience of telling especially women I love this when women don't play video games and are like I'm bad at video games and I get to go no it's because you haven't had 20 years of experience like most men have because they've been playing video games since they were children and you didn't get the opportunity to yeah. do that. And that's what makes the difference between people who are good at video games and not video games. It's fucking muscle memory. No one's going to fight me on this or do fight me on this because I will punch you in the fucking face. It's, it's um, funny because, because I have the muscle yeah. memory, but I am horrible at video games. <laughs> but you still, like that muscle memory still gives you an advantage well, yeah, absolutely. and other shit. And I, like, I don't have that. I don't, I played puzzle games as a kid. I don't, I can't do a platformer the same no. my life. I still can't. I can't do first-person shooters. Have you seen me play Halo? It's fucking atrocious. I, I, I will say, like, legitimately, the double um, joystick thing, to, like, be able to control that for first-person, that that oh is God, a skill. Like, that. that is a skill that, that you have skill. to build up because not everybody has the amount of coordination to be able to turn the joysticks to be able to walk and look in aim at the same time i still can't yeah, do it, that it, it really is, yeah it is actually a skill to be had <laughs> and and you should not feel bad if you're not good at it now because the fact is is that if you're anywhere near the age to which jordan and i am your hands are actually stiffer Stop and it was easier for you to you. <laughs> if <laughs> it's true we're old as fuck anyways um <laughs> if <laughs> if you learned it as a kid it was actually easier because your hands had more mobility to them because you were young and your and your growth your hands were or your body was still growing so that was my that's my justification but anyways the whole point of that was that it makes me feel really good that i got to introduce these things to something that i now love which is video games and stardew valley because everybody should love stardew valley and it's the perfect game i love it so much i hate that game 
I, I what? hate that game because I get lost so easily that you just get mad at me and I don't want to play because it's just so <laughs> frustrating. <laughs> your inability to do directions. Like, like I will say, Mia did inadvertently gatekeep me from Stardew Valley. <laughs> inadvertently. I'm sorry. Oh, this I'm game sorry. is for people who can read maps. It's like, fuck you too. <laughs> Anyway, look, this is a man who in high school walked into a building, walked out of the building five minutes later and didn't remember what direction we had come from. You say you say that as if that doesn't still happen. <laughs> you you also, say that as I also, don't have to is, use a GPS for most places I go. <laughs> this was a building that we have been to many like times. I'm saying, you, it was yeah, our you, favorite you, ice cream you, store. You act like I, I, this isn't a thing that like has followed me throughout. But I, I am very directionally challenged. Very like God, like legitimately I'm, the most direct. But even like even in video games, I'm, I'm gonna find I have been, you. Like that's why I don't play like Metrovania games that much because I get lost so hard. Anyways, Leah, but- I am gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm just the last thing. I don't know. You can edit this out if you want to, but. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to find you a mod for a mini-map in Stardew. Please do, actually. So I would I would play it more if I could know where I was going. Um, But, so, actually, I'll bring this up after the show because it's like, this is kind of a meet Here, space. My what? thought of it is like, do you think that part of this argument comes from not having friends? Because, like... The fact of, like, sharing stuff with friends and stuff is such, like, a big part of nerd culture... I can see why people get mad at it if they don't have friends to share their stuff with. It's like, oh, well, now people are stealing from me rather than, hey, I can share this with everybody. I think part of it might come from a place of not having friends or just being that much of an asshole. Currently? Currently not having friends is what you're saying? What? To share things with? Are you saying friend not having friends then or not having friends now? Both. Oh, yeah, not having a proper community. Yeah, yeah, oh, both. Yeah, we could entirely. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking I, absolutely. Like, especially like now, though. Like, I think it's even worse though. Is like not having friends to share it with because that's why they probably get so mad at because other people are sharing. You see all these people. Oh yeah, I watched it with my girlfriend. Oh my girlfriend. Like, oh, I did this with my friends who never did this. Or like, it's being spread out to everybody. And they're like not having someone to be able to spread it out to probably piss well, them off. and they probably don't. They probably don't have the same thing which I have, which is that largely when you're... Okay, anthropologist Leah coming out. Largely when you form communities, you tend to form communities based on the rules of segregation, not segregation like you're thinking, but the other... What the fact is, is that you form communities based on like, like versus like. And so there are hard boundaries between those communities, which is why you see things like on Facebook during the elections where there was things where people were like, well, I didn't see people voting that way because you don't, because you don't follow, you don't stick with people like that. I'm one of those people within this case where I belong to multiple communities. I belong to academic communities and I belong to nerd communities. Those are probably the two most distinct spheres that I have in my life is I have nerd friends and I have academic friends. Sometimes those overlap, sometimes they don't. And so I get these academic friends who I can thus reach out to and I have those. Often though, I would imagine that people who identify themselves as hardcore nerds have only formed groups either they don't have friends or they don't have solid communities that extend outside this so all they're seeing is either people like themselves who are exactly like themselves or they don't have solid in-person communities who like a variety of different things yeah yeah 
so all they're seeing. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that like I just had that epiphany like halfway through this episode. It's like, oh yeah, like because when I'm reading that article and like stuff, it just it sounds like there's not that part of it for them where you get to express it with other people or get to yeah. spend time with people who haven't had the like same type of nerd upbringing you are, but are interested because like. I think oh, both yeah. of us recently have been giving so many recommendations to our friends who haven't really like had that side of it. Like I've been like dishing out anime recs left and right. <laughs> it's like because like yeah. but that's or exciting books. for like, me yeah. because now I get to talk about this thing that I couldn't really talk about because I didn't know anybody who watched it. Now it's like, oh, now I have a friend where we can talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure with because he's like deep into season um, three or talk about Cowboy Bebop with because that's another thing that people are doing because the new show's coming out. It's being Fuck spread. Yeah. And I, th- that, I don't know. That's the part of nerd culture. We it's, shouldn't focus on, oh, people are stealing from us. But more focused on like, hey, it's spreading. It's this thing yeah. is now no, that's cool the, that's and now I'm not going to get made fun of by my friends. I don't have to feel weird around my friends. I can just be hey, I watched this anime the other day. You want to hear about it? <laughs> Yeah, that's why I feel, like, so, like, covert with all my K-drama. Like, this is what I've been waiting on for years. I'm, like, a superhero because everybody wants to know what, like, what I know about this stuff. Or, like, the fact that, like, I do have a safe space with Glenn, who's been on the show before, as people might remember. Like, she basically roped me in and reminded me that it's a safe space to talk about romance books and smut like that's okay you're allowed to do that and the fact is is it's made it uncomfortable my other part of my life when when i reminded that oh yeah not everybody views that as a safe space but we've dragged others in kicking and screaming and now they love it here and that's the same thing that happens with like that jordan and i do with recommending people we drag you in by your feet and then you get to stay and we feed you grapes because we love you so that's a good point yeah yeah and like Honestly, that is, like, part of why we do the thing at the end of the show where we talked about things we've been watching or listening. Because it's, it's a recommendation. It's a thing that, like, hey, like, we've been doing this in their culture, so maybe someone else will like it. Because, like, not everything I watch is super mainstream. But the two things I'm going to be talking about today are super mainstream. So, Leah, do you want to end the show with our things that we've been doing recently? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's one and then another yeah, one that we'll both, both be talking and then I'll about. Do my last one. And we're yeah. So the first one is actually a little different. It's a song. So strange, I know. But because I want everybody to hear this song, and I don't know if everybody else knows about this, but didn't I was on Instagram the other day and I heard this song that was on a reel. And I was like, what is this? And I went and looked it up. And basically, it's this fucking badass song by um, a user named um, Afro Coco Puffs, which you can find it on um, Spotify. And it will be in the description. Um, And the song is called She Gonna Be Black Today. And the song is basically... So Afro Coco Puffs is a a black cosplayer um, who has like most black female cosplayers or identifying as female well they don't have them so i'm gonna say that yes um yeah identifying as female black cosplayers have this issue where people like that character's not black you can't cosplay that character (laughs) which reminds me we are gonna do a cosplay episode at some point and this person wrote a song 
called She Gonna Be Black Today, commenting on that. And the song basically starts with, like, basically her, one of her most popular cosplays is Hinata from Naruto. And it's just her, like, saying, Hinata isn't black. Hinata isn't black. Because that's what people tell her over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And then just responding with the most powerful, like, hit you in your soul rhythm of she's gonna she's gonna be black today amazing song and if you know anything about cosplay and appreciate the fact that this is a thing that happens to most black creators it's just well worth a listen and actually it's just like a really sick beat like it's a really good song and it just hits you in your soul when she says that that and it yeah it's really good so I have yeah, yeah, no, it's a good song. What I will say, and, I, and I'm sorry I'm doing this to you, but as a black man, I cannot let this pass up. Is she gone? Be black today, not gonna. Yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. I, she gone. Be black. I didn't say gonna. I think I. Said yeah, it she gone. Be black today. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna be. Gonna be. See? Gonna. Gonna. See? Yeah, See? I can't. <laughs> it's, I think it. I actually think it's the Michigan. Yeah, because I, I think I think like you I'm, might be I'm right. Dip, <laughs> I think I'm dip songing it into B. <laughs> And I can't separate them. So, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So, the other one is... Sweeping the nation. We literally don't have to talk about it because it's sweeping the nation. (laughs) Sweeping the nation. But we're going to talk about it because I got to tell everyone here, look, I'm going to be hipster right now. I had this on my watch list for several months before it came out. As a croquet drama person, I was ready for this. And it's also like a genre that I like, like Alice in Borderlands and other ones like that. It's a genre I watch. I know it. I like it. I partake of it. I was ready for it. And I get, and I got slightly offended when someone was like, oh, have you watched? This is really good. You should watch this. And I'm like, bitch, please. I watched it two days in. I watched it two days after it came oh out. God damn it. Um, but... It's a really good show. If you haven't somehow known that it's number one in every single country in the world on Netflix, um, it's a really good show. Uh, I should probably give a description in case you haven't heard, uh, because I know some people haven't watched it, but you might not like it if you do, because it's a battle royale style show, which means a lot of death. Um, Basically, people who are in lots of debt go into this game where they play children's games, and if you lose, you die, and they're fighting from a cash prize. Yeah. There's a cash prize of like what it ends. It basically comes out to be like six million US or something. No, no, no. It's thirty. It's thirty-eight million Are you US. Sure? Was it? Oh, yeah, sorry, it sorry. 26. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I, right. You're right. It's. I think it's six million per person, or I don't know what it is, but I'm pretty sure it's thirty-eight million US because I saw that the other day. It's forty forty-six point five won million won it's 33 um, oh sorry 38 you're right i'm shutting up you're right you're right you're right shutting up okay all right um and so basically they're fighting for this cash prize what it ends up being is a scathing uh commentary on capitalism and fairness and how the system works and it's really well written it's very good however i will say if you don't like violence you might want to stay away because it it people die and it's 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 rough it's intense so just yeah giving that to all the people who like if you haven't watched it don't make people force you to watch it because it is violent um 
but it's well worth it if you can stand it because it's just a really interesting take. Unlike a lot of battle royales, which a lot of battle royales are about how far you can push humanity and like how far you can push a human in these types of situations. This isn't about that. It's more about the fighting against the system that's designed to keep the rich in place. And yeah, I highly recommend it. But thing I wanted to say is that it makes me fucking cackle, cackle that the set to be the number one show of all time on Netflix is a non-English speaking show, which don't watch it dubbed. If you're going to watch it, don't watch it dubbed. You should watch it subbed. Like, like it's so much better subbed. Um, because my God, it, that just makes me so happy because we spend so much time on this show talking about the fact that like the West likes to remake everything. And in this case, the thing that people want is just, it's not in English and it makes me so happy. And I saw a tweet today that was like, maybe what people want, it doesn't matter who the actors are or where they're from or what language it's in, what they want is a good story. And yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's a good fucking story and it doesn't matter what language it's in. And I also love the fact that everybody is finally recognizing how good K-dramas can be. Because just saying, there's this perception, and I've been confronted with this before, that K-soap operas are insane. Which, let me tell you, soap operas are insane in every single country they exist in. They're, the whole point of them is meant to be insane. K-dramas do not equate to soap operas. And a lot of what K-dramas have been doing for the past couple years far outstrip most U.S. shows. Because they don't have the millions of dollars to do a Game of Thrones. But my god, with what they have, it's a fucking amazing. And the plots are good. And anyways, it just makes me happy that this show is doing really well. Because it shows both that the West is taken down off their high horse. And recognizing an industry that should get recognition. So that that's my yeah, thing on it. Yeah, that's good. But yeah. Thank you for listening to my yeah. TED Talk. I, I will also throw in, because this is another thing that I have been watching as well. I watched as well, mostly because other people watching and I don't watch much. But, like, first of all, like, the whole thing was, yeah, it doesn't really matter, like, who's doing the acting or, like, where they're from. It's like, as long as it's a good story. And also, like, as long as they can... We don't need big-name actors in every single thing. But also the second, like, kind of worry is because, like, as soon as Parasite was released and, like, had such a big hit, they're like, oh, hey, we need to make an American version. I don't want to see that happen with, um... No! I, I just don't want to see it happen Squid with Game. Squid Game at all. Because cause it's just one of those things, like, it's not needed. It's the same thing that happened to Old Boy and, like, goes to a bunch of other stuff. It's like, oh, because that helps, again, push for that foreign equals inaccessible but we've kind of shown that it doesn't because it is the number one netflix show of all time right now and for me honestly it's the number one show of the year because it's just that good and yeah. like like you you get to see the different characters and like like you get the character evolution you get like to really know them the acting's all great and the story's great and then there's just like some absolute genius moments of writing in this show and i think i, I texted leah that a few times like that that part was just written so geniusly like episode six not to spoil yeah. anything it, it's one of the best things i've watched <laughs> yeah and also just saying two like big names maybe not for the u.s but the fact is is that the guy who does the game 
uh, Gong Yo is uh, Yo Yo. Can you? I, I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right. Yeah, he uh, is. He's in Train to Busan and Goblin, and is like really famous in Korea. Like he's one of the most famous actors in Korea. And the guy who's the lead actor in the show has also had a long history in Korea. So it's just like it's it's a matter of like where you're saying big name actors because. Some of those actors are really big in Korea. A lot of them are unknowns, which is awesome. But yeah, you know, it's it's absolutely fantastic. Like I said, you've probably heard millions of things said about this show, but like, yeah, it's also this is the episode's not coming out for a while. But anyways, um, Squid Game, great, watch it, please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, if you want recommendations for K dramas, feel free to hit us up. Hit you up. on any social media. Hit me up on social media, send us an email, whatever. I'll give you recommendations. My go-to currently, if you want same as Squid Game, is uh, Allison from Allison Borderlands, uh, which is uh, J, it's Japanese, um, Strangers from Hell, um, and Sweet Home, and Extracurricular. All those are on Netflix. There you go. Done. Done and done. Same genre. There you go. Jordan. Okay, so my last thing again, episode's not coming out for a while, but I've been watching Star Well, I finished watching Star Wars Visions, which is the um Star Wars anime series that is on Disney Plus, where they um reached out to seven anime um production studios to write um nine episodes um about just different stories within the Star Wars universe and Honestly, some of them are some of the most inventive, like creative and just really good stories that I have seen in all of Star Wars. Like it kind of shows that we don't have to follow this whole thing of the Skywalkers and like, oh, the clones, like you can go outside that into different worlds and different stories and actually create some really impactful stuff. Also, all the animation is absolutely gorgeous. We have studios like that did um, Ghost in the Shell standalone complex, Psychopaths and stuff. We had Trigger that did Gurren Lagann, A Kill a Kill, and um, Promare, and just um, a bunch of other stuff. Like there's one that did like one of the new newer Pokemon series, and just the animation is just spot on perfect, and the stories are really good. There's like only one story I just didn't like that much, just because I didn't care. And they, and then it's probably why they put it as the last episode because it wasn't that good. But, but the rest of it is just really good. Just like if you like Star Wars and you also like animation, anime, like definitely watch it. If you don't like Star Wars but you like anime, definitely watch it. If you don't like either, maybe give it a try. It's good. But yeah, Star Wars Visions. Um, yeah, it's it's just that good. So that's all I got. Yeah. Nice. Yes. I, I just said I'm done. You good? I oh, did I, nice. No, I did, not. did you not hear me say nice? Oh, well, it's in my recording, so okay. there you go. But yeah, so I think that kind of ends us for today's episode. Is there anything else that you wanted to say, Leah? No. Thank you guys for listening. This has been another good episode. We'll be back with some more stuff. But um, in the meantime, everybody have a good life. And if you don't, I'll find you. Mm. Bye. Bye. <laughs>